Welcome to Love Talk, Love Talk for Everyday People. I am your host, Tracy J. Hines, and with me tonight, I have Leslie Lee. What's up, Leslie? Hi, Tracy. How are you? I am doing just fine, except for the pain that I'm experiencing. I tell you, Les, Mm. I don't know what I did yesterday. I was putting on lotion on my leg, stood up, and then pain appeared. I have no idea where, why, or how, but... um, it's tough. It's very tough. <laughs> it's that aging process. Pain comes out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah, it just, it just comes out of nowhere and smacks you for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm dealing but, with my um, own little pain issues. Yeah, you've got your own issues going on, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. My neck hurts so bad. Like I, They say it's a pinch nerve, so I'm going to go with it. Pinch nerve. Yeah. So anyway, um, yesterday I did this um, event called Zen, which Mm -hmm. was um, a group of women got together and we just kind of went to this lady's house and she had a yoga instructor. She had a masseuse there and she played very good music, very mellow. We... um, ate well, we chit-chatted. It was probably about a group of 14 or 15 women. And when I tell you it was Zen, it was such a good time. It is just so important to be sure that you build a circle, you know, a really nice circle of women that you can sit back, relax, and talk about a little bit of everything with. Mm-hmm. It was good. So what was really the age good. range of the people in the group? Um, The age range was from... Early forty, late thirties, on up to about uh, seventy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was a nice mix of women. It was a nice mix of ages, a nice mix of experiences. So we had some interesting conversations, and uh, I'm hoping one week that um, a portion of that group will come together and sit down and have a conversation with us because it was very, very, very enlightening. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard, one woman was telling us a story about um, doing a, I don't even know how to say it, say it politically correct, but anyway, to have your, um, to have a, have yourself steamed. Have you ever heard of that? What does that mean? No, what does that mean? Where you go and you sit on a potty, if you will, and have yourself steamed. It's supposed to be renewing and refreshing and all of that. So, is it like a colonic? What is that? Ah, uh, I can't really go into detail what it is. What she explained is you went to this place. It was like a spa. You went to the spa and you sat on the stool. And you were steamed, and they put different kinds of herbs and things in the water that would help. If you were experiencing uh, insomnia, there were herbs that would help you so that you can sleep. And it would steam your private parts, and supposedly it would heal you from there. And you would be able to have sleep sleeping nights, or if you had other issues. Whatever your issues were, they have different herbs that went into this steaming process. And you sit on this potty for, for a while and, and cleanse yourself, so... I thought that was interesting. I've seen that done on reality television, so I forgot which one. I think it was um, Atlanta Housewives or one of them where they did something like that. And I think the uh, Braxton sisters did it. Yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, well, this week I wanted to talk um, about owning your truths. You know, I, I went out with Angela a few weeks ago, and we sat down at this bar down in Cutler Bay, and I met this these two young women, um, Kelly and Chanel. They were, they were good to talk to because they were very open, very um, secure about what their feelings were about relationships and how they went about relationships. So this week I invited Kelly to join us um, to come in and just kind of chit-chat with us for a little while and let us know she is 30 years old, so she's a little younger than we are, which is always nice to get a an input from uh, the younger. Her name is Kelly, as I said. She's 30. She's originally from Hollywood, Florida, and she currently lives in North Miami Beach, and she is an elementary school counselor. Kelly, are you there? Yes, I am. Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm pretty Hi, good. How's it going? Hi. I'm good. That's my co-host, Leslie. Hello, Leslie. Hi, Kelly. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Thank you guys for uh, asking me to join in. No problem. No problem. It's always nice to have uh, someone different. You know, the show is called Love Talk for Everyday People, so I like to talk to people that I meet in my everyday life and kind of understand their perspective on love and relationships and what makes them happy. So, when we met, I forgot the name of the restaurant. Was it Black Point or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yep, Black Point. Black Point. Um, very cute little place. It was very very simple, but the food was delicious. And you and your friend were talking about um, your relationships. And if you could just elaborate what you're doing, what kind of relationship you're in now, that I would appreciate that. I am in a long-distance relationship um, now two years. My boyfriend, well, it was on and off, but um, he lives in Amsterdam, and he actually just got here two days ago. He's going to be with me for 10 days, and the plan is for me to go to Amsterdam over the summer. So how did you meet? Can we, I'm going to uh, call him Tinder. in Amsterdam. Yeah, oh, you met on Tinder? <laughs> yeah, we met on Tinder. Uh, it was uh-huh. completely random. I, don't, I think it was a school night, too. I'm pretty sure I had worked the next day. And, you know, the whole swipe thing, and I had just got out of a relationship. So I was like, yeah, why not? And um, we met up literally the same day that we swiped each other. And he, we hung out that night and then the following night. And then he was gone. He left. But we just stayed in touch and had a really good connection. So so when you swiped, did you know at that point that he was not from around here? He was, you know, living in Amsterdam? I had no idea. I had no idea. I don't even recall, you... and I told him this, I don't recall reading his profile. No, huh? Mm-mm. So it was the looks that attracted you first, and you swiped, what is it, swipe right for yes and swipe left for no, right? That is exactly it, yep. If you had known that he was, so long distance, do you think you still would have swiped right? Probably not, no. I've done long distance a few times, and I've liked it, sort of, but it's not something I would have ever wished for myself again because it hasn't been easy. It's been hella rough. Um, Right, right. But, you know, I don't regret it either because I finally left the country for the first time thanks to him. I went to three different countries that I've never been before and that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't met him. So um Wow. You know, not just grateful so, for him but grateful for the experience. 
Right. Your long distance is really long distance on steroids. Usually when somebody says they're in a long distance <laughs> relationship and they live in Florida, you're thinking maybe the other person may be in Chicago, might be in Atlanta, might be in New York, but not in a completely different country. So how do you keep things together? You know, how do you build that trust? With such um, distance? I think, I think my experience with it made it easier. So I didn't go into thinking, okay, he's going to be my boyfriend and he's going to be perfect and I'm going to be perfect. I didn't go into it thinking that. I just thought, all right, you know, someone to talk to, you can be a long distance friend. Um, keeping it like keeping that in mind and not necessarily putting pressure on, okay, well, what are we in? Are we just faithful? Are we only talking to each other? Are we, you know, you need to talk to me between this time and this time. Not having such high, I don't want to say standards, but the same standards as you would with somebody in person, it just sort of made Mm -hmm. it easier because we were just like very honest with each other and this is my life, this is his life. Like it's also, we also had a six hour time difference too. So it was very, very just, open and like we were at that point it was like obvious you know we're interested in each other clearly because if we weren't then why are we wasting all this time skyping all the time and staying up late or staying up early you know depending on the person so so that's how you communicate you communicate go ahead is there an age difference are you roughly around the same age or um i am like eight months older than him okay so you're the same age yeah Mhm. Um, my question to you is, when it comes to relationships, it's hard enough when you're in person. How do you deal with if he's in another country and you're six hours away and it's a hell of a plane ride between the two of y'all and you're both human beings and you have needs? Is mm-hmm. it okay to have friends on the side? Is we it, how do we how do we handle that? that? Mm-hmm. In the beginning, I, it was me that suggested, let's let's just keep this open. We won't ask questions of each other okay. about that. Um, but we okay. definitely had an understanding that we're going to be open. Like, basically just how you put it. I was like, you're a man. I'm a woman. Like, we're grown. Right. And, you know, that's just what it is. We didn't. I never asked him about it. Um, he would never ask me, you know specifics oh are you going like who are you going out with if I didn't offer the name he wouldn't push I wouldn't Mm -hmm. do it either um and we did that for I want to say first year Mm -hmm. and then when it came to visiting each other um I went to Suriname with him to meet his family after Mm. that visit we were like okay you know, what are we doing? Is this going to be something? All right, wait a minute, wait a minute. You got to back up. Okay, so when did you first meet him? That's what I need to know. I met him February two years ago. Two years ago. So the first, what, the first year you were kind of in this open relationship and getting to know each other, and then you went to Suriname, or you went to Suriname recently? I went, actually, I went to Amsterdam first. Into, okay. Right after we met, um, but we okay. Met at that point, it was just like shit. I'm gonna you know, go to Europe, and then in December, around uh, right after, at the end of the holidays, I went to Suriname. I was with him there for two weeks. So after that, 
it had, you know, almost been an entire year. And then, uh, and I'm lying, sorry, we met in March. Um, that's when we decided, okay, let's be official, like the real deal. No, nope, I'm not going to mess with anybody. He's not going to mess with anybody. And then mm. this last year, even though we did break up, we did break up mm-hmm. for, um, I think we were broken up for like four or five months. Uh, after that, you know, now we're back together and have decided that I'm going to move over there. So was the oh, breakup because of the, yeah, you, she said that early on. But wait, before we get to the move, because that is, this is interesting. This is just so interesting to me. The breakup, was that because of the distance or was it, you know, somebody was feeling a little jealous or was it something more intense? Um, It was definitely more intense. He, uh, he's going to be pissed when he listens to this. Um, he ended up, while we were open, getting somebody pregnant. Hmm. So, uh, you know, naturally I wasn't thrilled about it. Right, right. First. And I had decided that it's not, it's not what I wanted to do. I wasn't prepared mm-hmm. to do that. And right. um, so I broke it off but we never really stopped talking during that. And uh, eventually, you know, the baby came and I got to know exactly what the situation was. We worked it out. Um, I'm not sure that I want to have my own children. So it just sort of made it, it just sort of made it like I can do this, you know? Okay. All right. I, no judgment here. That's just real, like, real deep because now when you have a <laughs> life, no, seriously, when you have a life involved, there's another level of understanding that you need to come to because I would think that children are the primary focus. So I don't know how that, you know, plays into your relationship in terms of um, when you get to your destination, how does that work? Like, how do you all share time? Will you be involved in that child's life? You know, have you thought about those type of things? Because I yes. look at it, I look at it like in a sense, when you get over there, and this is my only advice, I don't know you from a can of paint, you make sure you have your support system in place because he's got mm-hmm. his. Mm-hmm. He's got his support system in place. You make sure you have your support system in place. So when the days come that you're just not feeling this or you just need somebody else that just knows you and has your back just because you wake up in the morning. That's who you need in your life. Yeah. Like I say it now lightly just because it it has been months, Um, but it wasn't, it definitely wasn't an easy decision that I came to. You know, there was screaming at each other, I was crying, there was, you know, me breaking up, me going back and forth with my family on, if I'm doing the right thing. How does your family feel about They're actually all for it. My they mom, met him? I, yep. Well, actually, they just met him <laughs> two days ago. Okay. Okay. Or no, last night, the entire family. Um, but I think if it wasn't for my mom being very supportive about it, I probably would have, after I broke it off, uh, just not come back to him because I just was so scared about how I would look, what other people are going to say. And, and you know, I think that's what happens a lot of times in in relationships. I think we are so busy trying to fit into what society or what everybody else says your relationship should be. 
And mm-hmm. sometimes you miss out on something because you're concerned how people are going to judge you. Who does she think she is? And doesn't she know this guy did this? And she's crazy. And all of that, really, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If your heart is in it, I believe that that's where you belong. If your heart is in it, that's where you belong. When you're 80 in your rocking chair, you will have no regrets. You won't say, exactly. you know, I met this guy. We had this connection. I wish I would have moved. You won't be able to mm-hmm. say that. You move. You don't like it. You come back. Exactly. And can like, I just that, say that? Okay. Mm-hmm. Say it again, and Kelly. I'm coming sorry. from. Um, that's when my mom broke it down for me. Like I'm, I'm 30. I don't have any kids. Um, my job, if I leave, I can move anywhere in the U.S. You know, I can leave the country, come back. I'm always going to be able to have a career. You know, being a school counselor. I'm not losing anything by going. I have everything in the world to gain. You know, if if it works out, you know, I have him. I you know get to start a family. You know. Um, be in a whole new country, you have all these experiences, I have nothing to lose, except if I listen to everybody else and like, oh, my pride, that's not worth missing out on something like this. I'm like, I look at it like this, like, anytime I hear somebody that's like in their 30s, I automatically think about, I could be their mother, because I do have kids in their 30s. So I always think about it from the mommy side. And as a mother, your mother's probably thinking about it like, I'm happy when you're happy. (laughs) <laughs> don't be don't be unhappy and I won't be a bitch. That's how that works. <laughs> don't make her unhappy and I won't have to be a bitch. That's how it works. From the mom's yeah, she side definitely said that. I guess mm-hmm. you know, your mother's gonna oh if you have a great mom and it sounds like you do, she's gonna always be on your side. I mean I just feel like I have a niece that's out there like literally traveling the world and she's on Instagram and she's posting all of these pictures. She's in Thailand. She's in she's in places I've never even heard of. She had this great opportunity to travel um, with her employer and they're paying for her expenses. And, and, and some of my family, like my in-laws, they were saying, no, you can't go. They're going to try to kidnap you. What if that happens? And I'm like, if this is not the best time in her life, to go see the world. And that's what I feel mm-hmm. about your situation without even knowing you. This is the best time in your life to go see the world because guess what? When you come back, that makes you more marketable because now you're considered global. So not only could you come back to a situation that you once had in terms of a school counselor, but you could take it to another level because you've done it somewhere else outside of this country. And that's what you young people need is to have that global appeal because then you can write your own ticket. Go see the world. Exactly. exactly. And I know a lot of people are scared to do these things. I mean, last mm-hmm. year I went, like, to Italy. I, like, I went to Amsterdam to see him, but I left him, and I went to Italy by myself. And, you know, people are scared to do that because it's like, well, what if you can't be by yourself? You're a woman, da 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 Like, no, I can't let that stuff hold me back. You can't. You can't. I'm a traveler. I like doing stuff like that. I went to Korea by myself. I went to Italy. I left by myself. I met a friend there the next day. We hung out. But you can't let fear keep you from living. You you just can't. Exactly. And, and And a lot of people do. And those are the same people that are sitting back and saying, 
why me? I can't, I can't ever find this. I'm never going to find happiness. Every bit of happiness is not always wrapped up in a relationship. Sometimes you get happiness just by seeing the world and doing the kind of things that you did. I commend you. I don't meet a lot of women, especially your age, that are courageous enough to do what you're doing. I think it's courageous. So um, does he have any siblings? He does. He has three sisters. And do you get along with them? So far, I mean, I've only been around them, I think just when we were, yeah, just when we were in Sarnum. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, they were sweet, you know, as sweet as they were going to be, given that right, it was the right. first visit, but one of his sisters I fell in love with, I was like, wow, she's goals. Like, she was just fly, hilarious. Like, she's had it all. She was just very well put together. And I, and I told her, like, I was like, your goals, like, amazing. Right, right. So, <laughs> yeah, his sisters were pretty awesome. Now, so he has always lived in Amsterdam. That's where he's from? He lived in Suriname for a time. But, yeah, mm-hmm. most of his life he lived in Amsterdam. Okay. And you are a native of Florida or you you live somewhere else? I lived in Atlanta for four years for grad school. But okay. that, it's just been it's just been Miami. Okay. All right. So you, you were born here. You were born in South Florida. I was born in New York, but I moved here when I was, like, five, so... I'm a Floridian through and through. Okay. All right. Yeah. This is interesting. So do you have any apprehension at all? What's the one thing that just keeps you worried about your decision to ultimately, you know, move to another country with a man that you met on Tinder? (laughs) You know, my biggest worry, and I swear if I was to talk to myself six months ago, I wouldn't even know me, but my biggest worry is getting a job. Like, they don't exactly have the role school counselor. I'm sure I'm qualified to do other stuff, but, you know, I don't I don't know that country. I don't. Right. Um, and I'm used to making a certain amount of money here, taking care of myself here. Um, I'm going over there. Like, I have money saved, so I'm going over there. I'll be set. But right. I want to just jump right in, have a job, and live the same life that I live here. And I know that it's not going to be that simple. And that's what—that's you know, the only thing that has me stressed. One thing that I would recommend is looking into initially teaching English as a second language. Because whenever you yeah. go abroad, they're always wanting to, um, you know, that's a need. That's, I have plenty of people that I've known that have gone to other countries just for that purpose. They want to travel, see the world, but how do they get their foot in the door? How do they make themselves viable? And English as a second language is something that you definitely want to look into teaching. And, you know, you never know how that will branch out. Because yeah. everybody wants, for so whatever reason, English is still a popular language. And everybody mm-hmm. wants to know it, wants to be able to know the, you know, the, the vernacular, the, the, the urban side of it, the slang of it, the, you know, just to have a conversation because it's just like when you're trying to learn another language, it's fine. That textbook language is fine, but that's not how people speak. So exactly. that English as a second language, I mean, I'm not sure what the primary language is over in, in um, it's Dutch. Is Dutch. So yeah, that mm-hmm. might be a, a resource for you, English as a second language. And, and, you know, I, many, many years ago, I knew people that were from, were born in in that country in Amsterdam, came here, made a life for themselves, but their children chose to move back to Amsterdam. So I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. cool. 
But look at the English as a second language as a way of getting your foot in the door of employment, and then you can grant yeah. that. Yeah, it's definitely something I've I've considered. I haven't put the time aside since I'm still working, but you know, summer vacation is right there, and mm-hmm. you know, I just I know that I gotta sit. And I'm giving myself a little bit of leeway though because um, I'm going back to school. It's an online program, so I'm like, okay, at least even though I am gonna go over there, if I don't find a job right away, I'm still working on another, you know, degree for myself. So I sort of have now the, the, your degree that you have. Or do do they do they carry over? Can you use them in Amsterdam, or is it just not even acknowledged your education? It is master's in education is over there, but it's sort of separate. So I have a master's in education, which is a thing over there. But my specialty is professional counseling. They don't have school counselors per se, but I can get a job in some other form of education, or I can become a therapist over there with just my master's in in counseling okay but it's just not as simple you know I don't have experience as a therapist so right that's a a step I'm not exactly comfortable just moving over there no I'm a therapist so I I still have a lot of research I have to do all right but you know if you're if you're a counselor and you counsel children then you know being a therapist for children is kind of on the same line so don't close any doors for yourself Keep everything yeah, open. Yeah. Even if you don't have experience, um, you'll gain some experience. But I do have another question. Why is it that you're moving to Amsterdam and he's not moving to America? Well, he does have the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't, with the way I feel about families and all that, I wouldn't feel right about myself asking him to leave his child to come live with me over here that and I'm also tired of Miami so it's kind of like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) it's sort of like I'm not like I said I'm not losing anything I have no I mean my family's here yeah but I don't want to live in Miami anymore and I have told him if him and I don't work out I'm moving back to Atlanta or traveling for work or doing something I don't want to be here anymore it's just everything I I know it needs to go over there yeah yeah, there's no judgment. I just want to understand the entire dynamics, everything that you thought mm-hmm. of that went into this. Because I'm telling you, I talk to a lot of people at the side of a bar, just start t- talking, just like we did. And it's very rare for me to find someone as courageous as you and having that same story where you, you know, because I've done online dating and it's not easy to meet somebody that you connect with. And to be honest, mm-hmm. I meet you know, a lot of silly people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of silly people. Yeah. And and the silliness gets on your nerves after a while. So it's rare to find someone that you connect with and you feel enough of a connection that you can, you know, pack up your bags and, and move across to the other side of the world and, and begin a life. That's fantastic. So what does he look like? He is gorgeous. <laughs> He is, um, he's half Chinese, half Portuguese. Okay. So he's tall. He's like six feet. He definitely, if you look at him, you know that he's Asian. And my mom, my mom, when she met him yesterday, she was like, well, he looks more white than I thought he would. And he wasn't pleased about that. <laughs> so I took him to the beach today to get a tan. But, right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, I think he's gorgeous. I'm very, I'm very superficial to a sense. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody likes, you know, you need to be attracted to somebody, but. Right. 
I think he's gorgeous. (laughs) And and that's what's important, Kelly. As long as you think he's important, that's what's important. Is this your first uh, interracial kind of a relationship? Um, yeah. Yes, it is. It is? Yeah, I never really thought about it that way, but yeah, yeah. And especially, like, definitely the first Asian I ever dated, so... I hadn't, I hadn't really thought about it, to you asked, but yeah, going well so far. I think our babies would be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I mean, I'm, I, I'm sure they will be. I'm sure they will be. So before you said you weren't sure that you wanted to have children, and now you think your babies would be beautiful. So you're kind of thinking, yeah, the kids may come, huh? My view on children has always, always been, if the person I end up being with absolutely wants kids and we can afford it, then I'll have them. But it's never, I've never been that girl who's like, oh, I want to get married and wear a white dress. Oh, I want to have babies. Nothing wrong with it. But that was never me. Mm-hmm. So if he's fine with one, I'm great. He has told me that he's not. My mom asked me yesterday, oh, no. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, we're going to have kids. Um, I, can, I can go either way, to be completely honest. So is a prerequisite to moving to Amsterdam with um, Mr. Amsterdam marriage or no. is marriage, you don't even need to be married? No, no. I don't want to get married. I do want to be a fiancé, and he knows this because I just love how it sounds. The wife part, not so much, but I'm all about being a fiancé. I think it sounds great. I want a pretty little ring on my finger, but... I'm content as long as we're both committed and, you know, but the marriage thing, I just, I don't really see those. So you, you just want the ring. That's, that's all. You just want the ring. I'm a little confused on that. Why wouldn't you want to get married? What is it about marriage that, that turns you off? Um, well, I know I don't want a wedding. It's always started okay. off with that. I know I never wanted a wedding. I'm not completely opposed marriage but I don't I don't don't know I just never really saw the point of it aside from it just kind of seems like a business like you have to get married for I don't know tax purposes or health insurance yeah like I don't know I feel like I sound very like ignorant right now it's just never been something that has been necessary like even the ring it's not like i want a diamond ring because i I don't like diamonds but i don't know i'm also like a typical girl i guess i want i like pretty jewelry but if we got tattoos on a ring finger too i'd be straight i don't know marriage just seems i don't know i think marriage in this situation seems just a little premature because you're getting ready to leave everything that you know is familiar you have to set yourself up when you get over there. Figure out if you even like being over there. And then to throw marriage in as a caveat, like, it, it, that, that's part of the plan. It sounds like it's a little premature because you don't even know when you get there how things are going to be, whether or not you mm-hmm. like it well enough to stay. And you don't want to throw marriage on top of that. And then now it's like you have this commitment that's forcing you to make a decision where you wouldn't necessarily have to if you're not married. You, if you're not yeah. happy... You can pick up your bags and leave just the same way you came. So that's a lot of commitment. 
it, exactly. And I don't want to say that I'm scared of commitment. It just seems like a bit much. And most people that, you know, I've told about the relationship are always like, oh, so he's marrying you. That's why you're moving over there. And I'm like, no. Like, that's, no, that's kind of like, I don't to... think that should be the reason. I don't think it should be, oh, well, you're a woman. You have to get married to go and live with him. I, like, why? And that's why I asked, because I don't think that you should have to get married either. I think that you should mm-hmm. have to do what makes you feel right. And that speaks to what we talked about before. People do not do what they want to do in their relationship because we're worried about what other people say, what other people do, what other rules are made. And, oh, my gosh, she's moving across the world and she's not even his wife. I'm sure all of that comes up. But all Mm -hmm. of that doesn't matter. As long as you and Mr. Amsterdam are fine, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. But I was curious why I asked. At a certain point, I'm, this is the mother in me. Forget what other people think. That has nothing to do with whatever you plan to do. If I had a daughter, I would hope to believe that I would encourage her with all my heart, go see the world. I am always here for you. So if the world beats you up, come back home, and we'll fight them together. But go see the world and come back and tell me what you saw. I mean, I I don't think that in this day and age that women or anybody to be obligated to a marriage situation when it doesn't serve them. You'll know if it's right. You'll know when it's right, yeah. when you're ready. It's not just because you moved to Amsterdam that you need to get married. You have to, Everything has to fall in line, and you'll know when it's right, when you're ready. But in the meantime, if he respects you, if he treats you well, that's some of the major things that matter. That's it. And what other people think, none of that matters. And that's other like people are not going to pay your bill. Over. Yeah, trying what to get over say, what Kelly? other people think is hard. Getting over that has been the hardest thing. And even looking back at past relationships that failed, it's always because, right. oh, what are they going to think? Or I'm going to look stupid. Or da 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 da. I'm happy that I don't. I still, it still gets me sometimes, of course. But mm-hmm. I'm happy that I'm not holding on to that primarily. And I got to say, it's because of my mom saying the same thing that you just said. She's just like, I, you can always come home. Exactly. So you don't have anything to be afraid of because you can always come home. Exactly. And so I, I like your mama. <laughs> no, my mom is bomb. <laughs> my mom I is like bomb. your mama. <laughs> she is. Is she here yes, in Florida? She yes, she is. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, that's good that she encourages you. That's excellent that she was able to encourage you and say, you know, go ahead. Go. Even with the marriage Bluff and thing. She's Same very, uh, even with the marriage and kids thing, of course she wants me to have kids. Of course she wants me to get married. But she's very much like, see how you feel. You're probably going to change right. your mind because Lord knows I have changed my mind before I wanted to get married by 21, you know? Uh, it's just right. something that, you know, I guess changes with age. That's good. That is so good. So I don't know what happened to your friend. Did she get uh, shy or something came up for her? No, she she doesn't check her email as often as, well, nobody checks her email as often as we should. And I, I got the email this morning. I had thought about it. And I was like, I wonder if, um, I wonder if there is it, you know, soon or it, maybe it's going to be rescheduled. But I had told Amsterdam about it. He's the one that was like, check your email. And I checked it and I was like, oh, okay, bet. It's going to be later on today. But then we went to my niece's volleyball game and then we went to the beach. And then when I came back, I was like, shit like when we text Chanel and she was like oh my god I'm out I completely forgot can you see if we can reschedule da, da, da. I was like girl it's that 7 10 she's like oh my god no, I'm sorry 
So, and I remember <laughs> before in our email, he said it might not be an issue. We could just, you know, do it separately, but no. Chanel's yeah, we can definitely do it separately like because Chantel's story is interesting as well, Leslie. Yes. Yes. She has her own truth, and we're going to leave that alone and let her tell yes. her story. <laughs> but I will reach out to her again. When you speak to her, make sure you tell her that um, to check her well. email because I'll definitely be reaching out to her. Kelly, yeah. it was a pleasure, an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Um, if if you had to give advice to other women your age struggling with should I, should I not, and not necessarily move to Amsterdam, but should I, should I not go online and date? Should I, should I not do what I want to do and stop worrying about what people say? What is your best advice to those women? Keep your business to yourself as much as it is great to have friends and the best of friends will always encourage you but if you keep things to yourself until until you're ready to actually make a decision or move forward when you talk to people about it that's what puts doubt in your head because as soon as you go to somebody else for their thoughts their opinions or their validation then you question yourself and thinking back to the past, there's been plenty of things I've been scared to do or that I missed out on or even that I ended up ruining because I wanted other people's support. I wanted other people to say this was the right thing to do. And mm-hmm. I just, if you feel it, do it. If it feels good, do it. That's and it. worry about feels the consequences good. afterwards. Feels good, do it. I like that. That's a good philosophy to live by. Good <laughs> philosophy to live by. Well, thank you for sharing so much of your life and um, telling us a little bit about your choices. I, again, I applaud you. I commend you. You are courageous. And I hope that I can reach out to you in some time. I don't know. When are you leaving? Uh, June. In June. I'm leaving in June. So I think Mm -hmm. I would like to hear from you in uh, maybe October, September, October, and kind of get an update and see how things are going. So always check your email, or when you send me an email, put your number in so I can send you a text. And I'd love Great. to have you back to kind of hear how Amsterdam is treating you and how Mr. Amsterdam has been treating you. <laughs> Great. I'm all for and it. And I wish you well. And always remember what your mother said, you can always go home. Exactly. Thank you guys you can so always much. go home. a blast. Don't oh, good. ever, ever, ever put up with stuff that you know you wouldn't put up with if your mother was by your side. She's a mother of yeah. two, uh, Kelly. Can you tell? As long I, can't, as you got I your, love it. As long as you got your mother, there's a lot of things that you just don't have to put up with. Exactly. And, I mean, just the little things. And, and that should go with life. It shouldn't even be about just having your mother in your life. There's certain standards, certain ways you expect to be treated and and if you're not being treated that way don't try to second guess that damn what people think who gives a damn what people think and I usually use the f-bomb I would drop a couple of f-bombs but I'm going to be a lady (laughs) but who cares what people think what are your first instincts and if this is not something that feels good initially don't be afraid to let it go quickly don't try to figure it out. Don't try to wait and see if it changes and if it's going to be better. Go with your gut, your initial exactly. instinct. Exactly. 
I'm trying to stick to it. I've been I've been good so far. Mm-hmm. You sound confident. Good, you don't sound you don't sound doubtful at all. You sound very confident. So okay. I it took a long I, time I, to get here. <laughs> well, you did the work. You did the work yeah. that goes into making decisions. You know, decisions aren't made rash. You don't just wake up one morning and say, "Boop, I'm going to do that." You think about things. I you do. weigh things I out. Do. <laughs> and then you do what's, what's in your best interest. So that's that's. that's I make good decisions like that. <laughs> Sometimes it do you wake up and I decide I'm going to do something and I do it. Doesn't it feel good? It does. <laughs> it does. I mean, sometimes it doesn't work out, and I'm like, oh, I should have did that. But <laughs> initially, I'm going to do it. Right. Well, something like this, I don't think you wake up and say, I'm just going to do it. I think you have to weigh things out and think about it and, and do all of that. I don't know that you would wake up and say, I'm going to Don't think what? too hard. You'll think yourself right out of going. No, well, she's already convinced. She's convinced. Yeah, it was, it was my plan. gut. Yep, it was my gut to do it. And then all the complicated stuff. And then I'm right back to my original decision, so... I could have said Good. Yeah, you sound confident about it. You don't sound like there's any apprehension whatsoever. You sound like you are ready to go, like you've already started packing up your bags and, uh, you know, getting yourself ready. That's what it is, yep. All right, ladies, thank you. Thank you, Kelly. This is Love Talk, Love Talk for Everyday People. Thank you for listening. Have a good night. Good night. Good night.